Are you happy with your life's decisions? Some of them, perhaps, but what about all of them? What if, by changing your thought patterns, you could manifest a magical, mysterious, and inspired life? Welcome to Sacred Haven Living with host Carolyn McGee. Learn from amazing guests who have taken their lives to a whole new level, along with intuitive wisdom from your host. It's time to live the life you've always dreamed about. Now, here is Carolyn McGee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sacred Haven Living. My name is Carolyn McGee, and I am thrilled to be here with uh, three of my closest friends and um, advanced uh, evolutionary mystic meditation teachers. We um, have all studied with Alan Davidson and uh, have a very unique uh, approach to healing. And uh, today we are going to specifically be talking about one aspect of voice dialogue called um, the battle goddess of compassion. So welcome. I have Denise M. Simpson. Hi, Denise. And Jacqueline Kane. Welcome, Jackie. And Kai Rose. Welcome, ladies. So to start with, um, as always, we are going to gather our energy um, around the reflection pool. So to go into Sacred Haven, which is a magical place where imagination and reality come together to allow us to heal aspects of ourselves in an easy and fun way, uh, we always walk into Sacred Haven together. And as in the past, I'm going to invite you to let go of your to-do list, to take off those bags that we carry, you know, all of that energy and things that we have, and just leave them on the side of the path. I guarantee they will still be there when you come back. And then from this higher perspective, you can pick them up and take them with you, or you can choose to let them be converted into golden liquid light and let go of them forever. It is totally your choice. So let's walk around down this path and gather around the reflection pool. So let's all put our hands out and gather the energy. Because whether you are listening to a replay, you're joining us live, we are really energetic beings having a spiritual experience. And I invite you to feel the energy of the being next to you, whether it's one of the four of us here, or perhaps it's someone else, and it really doesn't matter. But feel the energy gather in your hands. Perhaps your hands feel warm. Perhaps you feel somebody give you a little squeeze of encouragement. Just know that we are all gathered here together to make a difference in the world. And now let's take in our three deep breaths in through our nose and out through our mouth. Here we go for one. And two. And three. 
Beautiful. So today we are going to be talking about what I like to call, what all of us call, the mama bear energy. You know, it's that might for right when, you know, we're peaceful and loving and calm until you hurt one of my kids. And because we're all connected, everybody's our children. And we will talk a little bit more about that as we get into the portal. But in the meantime, uh, Denise, Jackie, and Kai, you want to say hello to everybody? And uh, normally I do this at the end, but I'm feeling like it's really important to do it now. Why don't you just give your website in case somebody wants to connect with you? So, Denise. Oh, you're muted, hon. <laughs> Hi. Thanks, it. Carolyn, for having me on and everyone for listening. My website is Denise M. Simpson, S-I-M-P-S-O-N.com. I'm the Courageous Heart Coach, helping people with empowerment, confidence, and success. Okay, Jackie. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm Jacqueline Kane from, and my website is JacquelineMKane.com. Perfect. And Kai. I am so happy to be here with the three of my most favorite women. Um, my name is Kai Sunrose, and I um, have uh, my website is Love Warrior Project, and I birth love warriors so that they can love boldly, live abundantly, and age powerfully. Thanks Beautiful. for loving me here. I'm very excited. And as I mentioned, we are all Advanced Evolutionary Mystic Meditation Facilitators, which is a beautiful aspect of voice dialogue, which was created by Hal and Sidra Stone. Uh, but with a twist, we get to add in tapping and uh, step into really not only embodying and understanding those aspects of ourselves, but also clearing out the stuck energy. So let's go find where this battle goddess of compassion portal is. And I'm kind of being drawn to the north. So let's all walk together and head over there. And oh my goodness, do you guys see Wonder Woman? She's so powerful. And I love the way that she's got those arms crossed in front of her. So, you know, she can open up her arms if she needs to, to let in love, but she's also not going to let anybody hurt her. She's going to be protective. So what a beautiful image. So I'm going to just move that image aside so we can walk into the portal and um, everybody just grab a seat. Let's settle ourselves in. And talk about, you know, I'd love to know, uh, first of all, ladies, how doing voice dialogue, how being this evolutionary mystic meditation advanced facilitator, because we've all done a lot of work on this, how it has impacted your lives. Like, you know, if you want to give a quick before and after or whatever you want to say about it. And I'm just going to circle around here. So Denise, um, what, how, what would you like to let the listeners know? Yeah. So my journey through life is, you know, was that I was shy and insecure. Um, I went from job to job to job. I didn't, I could never find my sole passion or sole purpose and my relationships also reflected that. So there was just a lot of uncertainty. There certainly was not courage to take bold actions. Um, and success was fleeting or a roller coaster. So through becoming an advanced certified evolutionary mystic meditation uh, meditator, um, 
what I learned was the different aspects of myself and healing trauma and healing the programming, the subconscious programming mm-hmm. that led me to believe one way. And I've been able to deconstruct that and transform it into empowering beliefs in new priorities, in bigger decisions, in choosing my path. And I've found more joy, more purpose, more satisfaction in a richer relationships with people. Beautiful. So, yeah, it's been an adventure, but it's so worthwhile. And I feel more alive because of it. Great. Thank you. And Jackie, like how, what, what do you love the most? I mean, as well as all that other, let's throw that in about the evolutionary mystic meditation. What I love about it is it helps me to get out of the fear and the stuckness and the procrastination, and it gets me back into action. The person I am today right now in front of you is not the person I've always been. I was deathly afraid of speaking up in front of people and afraid to be seen and visible. And this work has helped me to heal those parts of myself that created that pattern. And like Denise, my life has completely transformed. I'm out being visible. I love creating new programs for my clients and being able to help so many people get out of pain and um, be able to create better cash flow and have deeper relationships as they get to stand in their own power. Yes, that is awesome. And Kai. The one thing that I find that's different in myself is the quietness of my internal dialogue. Um, That brings so much peace and power to where I want to go. Before, I had a very frenetic, chaotic, and um, adrenaline-driven life. And this work helped me to break it down Um, to get in the moment, to really live in the body, and to quiet those voices that were controlling my ability to enjoy my life. And um, I was able to really take control of the the, the path that I want to go on. And when the mind is quiet, life is just very joyous. And I just want to share that with my clients is um, basically embodying the moment, being in the body, being in the moment, stilling the mind, and then connecting into the heart where I think all healing can happen mm-hmm. and where where life becomes joyous. And so that's what this work has done for me specifically and that I am targeting um, my clients to to find in their lives. That is so awesome. And, you know, for people who don't really understand voice dialogue, it's, I want to just give a little bit of an overview of it. It's learning to make friends with all of those components. You know, Helen Sidra Stone called them the voices. Um, They're the, the aspects of ourselves that we try to diminish 
you know, they, we try to, we, we don't like in ourselves things like the saboteur or the voice of resistance or uh, the inner critic or the voice of fear. You know, how many times have you heard people say, you know, squash that fear, don't let it live your life. And, you know, in this body of work, we want to actually help that voice to evolve uh, to become a little bit more mature instead of living, so to speak, in the basement part of our lives or in our energy so that they have a new job description, a new way of working and can really support our lives instead of bringing our energy down. And once we work with those um voices that are often called shadow aspects, then we get to really step into those divine aspects like the battle goddess of compassion. So I'm going to go around again, and I'd love to have um, each of you say a little bit about um, your work or a a voice that you struggled with in that quote unquote shadow aspect um, so people can understand what we're talking about with making the shift. And I'm just going to keep going in the same order here. So, Denise. Sure. So, um, when I started this work, probably five, six years ago, the inner critic was, was such a mean girl and so controlling, so regimented, um, so punishing, punishing. And so there was not a lot of joy. And I've struggled throughout my life with bouts of depression. And my mom had died in 2007. And there's been a profound series of losses and corporate harassments, et cetera. So the inner critic had a lot of material to work with. (laughs) And I was able through this work to honor the messages from the inner critic and to hear the purpose behind that. And it was to keep me safe. It was to keep me safe during my family upbringing, to keep me safe in corporate hostile environments, to keep me safe in unhealthy love relationships in a, in a marriage that was not the greatest. Uh, So I've come to honor and acknowledge the role and take more courage and responsibility for myself and empower myself. And the inner critic has modulated and moderated into a friendly guidance system versus a punishing tyrannical dictator. Woo. Give me some of that. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And the end result of that is this far less negativity in my life. There's far less struggle and there's a lot more ease and joy and resiliency. Beautiful. Yeah. It's been amazing to be on this journey with you, Denise. So how about you, Jackie? (laughs) For me, it's been the paralyzing Penelope. So in my lifetime, I've experienced a lot of trauma and abuse and that part of me kept me safe. She kept me, uh, she held me back from being seen because being seen for me was dangerous. So as I've learned this work um, and, you know, paralyzing Penelope does not work very well when you have your own business and you're trying to expand, (laughs) right? right? So I had to get to know her 
understand why she was holding me back, why she felt it was dangerous to be seen and to get out there and share my work. Um, and so I've up-leveled, we've up-leveled our job description <laughs> and now we've become better friends and I have so much more energy and creativity and life is all about ease and flow right now. That's the beauty of this work is it doesn't matter which voice, as I call it, is driving your bus for the day, mm -hmm. but can you make friends with them and understand why they're driving your bus and then allow them to be more of a team player? Yeah, I love that. Definitely making friends. And how about you, Kai? I would say um, one of the most uh, important days of my life was recently when I spoke with my pusher. And um, this voice has been with me forever because I think, um, you know, getting things done and um, being good enough and being um, judged by what I did and who, what I did for other people, um, you know, a pleaser, it, this voice made that happen but caused me so much internal stress because I could never just be walking down the street, walking my dog. The mind was going, you got to do this and you got to do this and you got to do this. And it was always like this big weight on my shoulders. And one day um, I just decided to have a conversation with the pusher and I actually did it in my journal and it was just very powerful how, um, you know, how what she had to say, you know, that she was doing this. So, you know, we would be successful and we would be able to, um, you know, have more free time. And, and there was a lot of like protection and, and, you know, caring for me and, you know, loving me. But I was like, it's killing me that there's, you never shut it off. You never give me a break. You never let me rest. You never let me just have a morning off. And, um, and since that journaling experience she was like gone she stopped like you know beating on me in my back of my mind and now I call her the planner and so when we're walking we might say oh you know I got to do that and I said how about we do that on Tuesday night that's a good day to do that and then I'm like yeah that's a great time and so there's like this dialogue and there's this like teamwork like Jackie was saying that th there's just this ease and this mm -hmm. gentleness and the weight is not there. And so my my day is just so much lighter. And I can still get a lot of stuff done, but I compart I put it where it where it's appropriate. It doesn't need to be done or doesn't need to be um, festering in my mind until it's done. And I just found that just having the ability to take control and do that work on my own um, after you learn this work is like you can just go and work with it and, and figure out these voices and work with these voices as they pop up and present themselves, like Jackie was saying on the day, who's driving the bus today? Who's driving the bus at this moment with this experience that's you're, that you're dealing with, the, uh, maybe um, a trauma or maybe a stressful situation? Who pops up? You can just go and work with that voice, make, make peace with that voice. So th this is just a wonderful tool that has literally um, changed the moment-to-moment -moment life that I live live. Very powerful. powerful. Yeah. Thanks, Kai. Thank you for sharing that. And for me, the biggest voice was kind of a combination of resistance and procrastination. You know, my mom used to tease me that I was born two weeks late. You know, so I've had this energy and this um, expectation and kind of label 
for my entire life. And this voice stepped up for me to keep me safe because I knew where I was right now. I knew what the past was. I didn't know what the future would bring. And so there was a fear of making that step and stepping into the new energy because oftentimes I was hurt when I moved. I was, I was hurt when I said something or spoke my truth. So there was this resistance and pulling back of, I'm going to stay right where I know that it's safe. And for me, doing this work has given me the confidence to know that it's okay to take a step forward. And you know, like, hi, I can plan, I can do things, but I don't need to always be looking so far down the stream or down the, you know, the this wherever the road to be planning everything out. It's okay to just do it a step at a time. And, you know, that's what the real big power is. And as we understand that energy, we can then feel like really like have a solid foundation. Because that's what all those aspects are. They are the aspects of ourselves that protected us as children from all of those different experiences. And when we have those embedded in us, then we can step into the more divine aspects like the voice of stillness. You know, I'd like to go around and talk a little bit about that divine aspect of stillness before we go into this divine feminine of the battle goddess. So, Denise, what has your experience been, you know, tapping into stillness? You know, is it a voice that you were from? Did you even know that you could do that before you started doing this? I had heard of it from traditional meditation, but I never experienced it because the voices in the in the mind were so strong. Mm -hmm. And the first experience of stillness probably only lasted a couple of seconds, (laughs) but all of a sudden there was nothing there. And it's not even that the mind was quiet. There was no mind to be making any noise. And it was, it's profound. And it was such a relief. It was such a relief. (laughs) And then, you know, with more of this work and with practicing um, the tapping regulates and calms down the amygdala and the fight or flight response. So then by doing the work between the voices and working with the sympathetic response, you can invoke that voice of stillness, that experience of utter tranquility, of pure nothing. And it's rejuvenating because Mm -hmm. it's such a relief. And then the the moments, the seconds stretch out into moments and the moments stretch out into longer periods. And then there becomes a little bit more mastery where it can be invoked at us, you know, with will and intention. So it's a powerful skill to have because, you know, life will throw us crises, including hot water breaks and construction and whatever. And being able to shift into that and gain even seconds worth of tranquility can help us de-stress and not get into impulsive decision making or just Mm. reactive, you know, reactive choices. Yep. Fabulous. Thank you. And Jackie. Uh, Yeah. So by doing this work, there was a time when I was dusting. And in that moment, I was present. 
And I realized how often in life am I not present? If I'm having a conversation, I drift off thinking about somebody else's conversation or what I have to do or worry. Um, And I realized, wow, I'm present to my family, to this energy, to my life. And yeah, it's exciting and it's thrilling and it just raises my vibration. Um, Life just becomes magical. Yeah, that's really powerful. And how about you, Kai? There's um, two aspects of this of the voice of stillness that I love, and um, one is the the expansiveness of it and the mm. voidness of it, the the emptiness of it, and um, the the groups that I've um, facilitated. When I take them out, they sort of complain that they they don't want to leave stillness. It's like <laughs> so powerful for some people. Like Jackie just uh, mentioned about, oh, I'm not present. It's like people really gather that experience to understand that they are usually not in the moment. And so I love that about stillness. And the other part of stillness that I experienced was also the still point that was like in the center of of me and it's I I call it the center of the center of the center and and actually that was something that in my um my my spiritual path on the Native American path the ceremony that I do the chief always spoke for 20 years of the center of the center of the universe and that was the stillness that he was speaking about so it's so interesting that it all looped back to that all right, thank you. And um, you know, to to give a little bit more around stillness, and you know, I completely agree with you guys about the being present. I had such a hard time. I was always fearful of the future or having anxiety about the past. And having that moment of stillness, I could really be present. And you know, the beauty of stillness is, you know, that's the divine masculine energy. That's where our inspiration comes into us. That's where we tap deeply into our intuition. It's that father sky energy that that we can be uh, aware of and really connect to that helps balance the divine feminine that we are going to talk about in just a couple minutes after the break. But that divine masculine is, imagine it as if, you, as if you've got a personal star 36 inches above your head. So there is a bright light connected to God's wisdom or universal wisdom, whatever your um, choice of words are, that we can literally connect into and become still and just receive. So instead of having to make things happen, like we were talking about earlier, we can allow in and just receive that presence and that stillness and shift the energy in our bodies like Denise was talking about. So uh, we are heading into a break. We will be back shortly. This is Carolyn McGee. I am here for Sacred Haven Living, and I have my guests, Denise M. Simpson, Jacqueline Kane, and Kai Sun Rose. We will be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to dish out success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Whether it's personal growth, building a better business, or inspirational life stories, make it a daily habit to tune into our programs. From weight loss and personal branding to law of attraction and increased happiness, you'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Sacred Haven Living. Want to find out more about Carolyn McGee and our program? Visit CarolynMcGee.com That's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-C-G-E-E.com now, back to Sacred Haven Living. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sacred Haven Living. My name is Carolyn McGee. I am an intuition coach, and I am also an evolutionary and advanced evolutionary mystic meditation facilitator. And I am here with three other um, advanced facilitators. There is... Um, also a fifth. Uh, we are here to um, explain a little bit more about what is um, evolutionary mystic meditation. And Denise was mentioning the mind-body connection and how um, we change the energy of everything by um, changing some of the dynamics in our body and tapping. And um, I'd like to just have go around the group again and have everybody talk about you know, what was your experience of combining that meditation quality, you know, shifting into a different aspect and that physical piece of it, adding in that tapping grounding piece? So, Denise? Yeah, so for me, the the mind was so strong. I've, I've lived most of my life from my mind, if you will, um, thinking, 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 or you know, being on guard or planning or pushing or, you know, learning, learning, learning. Um, so tapping the emotional freedom technique is an awesome way to calm down the thought process, the neural, the neural connections in the brain and drop the cortisol levels, which stops the adrenaline response. And most of us live with way too much chronic stress that we're not even aware of. And from that state, I was then able to actually reach that stillness point and then access other personas, other voices. So the power in this work was profound because I started maturing and gaining mastery over aspects of my life that 
no other modality gave me access to. And that's coming from somebody who who is a master's level certified counseling psychologist, marriage and family therapist, and a second master's in instructional design, which is how adults learn. So plus hypnotherapy and Reiki and all these other certifications, but nothing else had given me the tools or the access to actually evolve, mature, and up-level in ways. And it changes the brain structure. It changes the neuroplasticity. So that literally thinking is different. Being is different. Actions are different. And then life becomes different. Beautiful. That's a great way to explain it. Thank you. And how about you, Jackie? I always love Denise's explanations. (laughs) (laughs) She really brings in that science background. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Um, For me, this helped me get grounded in my body because I wouldn't even know the moments that I would be triggered. And when I work with my clients, I'm like, okay, are you in your head thinking? Or are you down grounded in your body, feeling life and feeling your emotions? It's a gift to have a physical body. It's a gift Mm -hmm. to feel our feelings and to own our feelings and then live our lives from feeling. And where do we want to go? So many times when we've um, experienced any kind of trauma, we leave our bodies because we don't want to feel and we, we become really good thinkers. But that's not how we shift our lives. We shift our lives by getting in our bodies and feeling and taking inspired action from that space. So for me, and and yes, I've come a long way, but there are still moments when I'm in my head before I even realize it. So sometimes some of us will get together and I'll start doing some tapping and some voice work. And I'm like, oh, I guess I wasn't in my body. I could feel my feet on the ground. <laughs> So it's, it's truly amazing. Amazing. Yeah, it is. And how about you, Kai? Well, um, I didn't know anything about tapping until probably about um, seven years ago. Um, And my history led me to being very disconnected from my body, from my emotions. Um, I was a thinker and I didn't, even know I had emotions. I didn't even know how to voice them. And the thing that tapping gave me was a voice. And um, it took me a long time to like really understand that I could speak things with the tapping and it would um, release uh, just a power in me to actually have, have a voice to speak my emotions, and then to feel them. So actually connecting into the fact that I had emotions and where they were in the body is what tapping did for me. And then that's what I find to be one of the most powerful things to help people to heal, to heal at the deep core level, to heal all those emotions that are stuck down inside of us that are put in trunks and boxes and hallways and basements is to tap them and bring them up. And then with this facilitation process to actually allow the emotions to come up and out. And freedom is the only word I can say about that. It's when those emotions come up and are released, which is what all emotion wants to do is just to be in motion. 
energy in motion is a freeing experience so that we can then live our life. And it has given me my life back. It's given me my voice and it's given me a healthy body. Yeah, that's the power, I think, in all of this is um, getting out of our heads. You know, I've mentioned this before to the listeners, but, you know, I've got an engineering background. So I'm highly logical and analytical, and then I'm intuitive on top of it. So I've got both the right brain and the left brain that like to do a lot of consuming of energy and spending time up there and doing the the body piece of it, like Jackie was saying, has pulled me into awareness of, oh, look at that. I do have a body. Oh, look at that. I've got a pain someplace in my body that I can work on releasing or oh, you know, I'm noticing this emotion that I've been stuffing down forever, but now I can presence it and pull it out into the world. And as we do that, our body heals and we can, you know, just become more authentic and more of who we are. So uh, now I want to take us into um, this battle goddess of compassion energy. And I mentioned earlier, the way I visualize her is Wonder Woman, you know, and um, she could be anyone. She could be Athena. She could be Durga. She could, you know, there's many met Kuan Yin. There's all of these um, divine goddess energies who are compassionate, who are loving, who are nurturing and creative, yet they're also very fierce. And, you know, I love the mama bear energy uh, because no one's going to, the, that bear is going to be out there eating those berries and frolicking with the kids and, do, you know, whatever they're doing. But if they see any danger for their cubs, all bets are off. It's a totally different energy. And I love that um, visual and you know, would just love to hear you guys on, you know, do you see another image besides Mama Bear or, you know, what is it for you that comes to mind when you think about the battle goddess of compassion? So, Denise. Yeah, Wonder Woman's a good image, but for me, she's got her hands on her hips. <laughs> she is wide and strong and proud and fierce. And it's a matter of setting boundaries, drawing the limits, putting up the protection against anything that could be harmful or manipulative or taking advantage of. And a lot of times it can be saying no more. Stop it. I'm done with this behavior. And I coach my clients, and a lot of it is about boundaries and communication, which as women, we're not always allowed, if I can use that word, to create boundaries, especially in the 50s and 60s um, era. You know, I think things are changing for our younger generation, but the era I grew up in, you know, patriarchal society, male-dominated, again, corporate experiences. Um, it was a different time and place. And we need the battle goddess of compassion energy, not just on a personal level with personal boundaries and personal relationships, but in our businesses, in our societies, in our associations, in our country, and on the planet. 
We mm. need boundaries to save the planet. That comes from a battle goddess of compassion energy. No more. No more corruption. No more tyranny. No, no more injustice. If you extrapolate it outward, look at the movements for Black Lives Matter or against sexual abuse, childhood, child exploitation, education for girls. So this battle goddess energy, battle goddess energy is huge and it's down on the individual level. Yeah, beautiful. That's a great way of describing it. And how about you, Jackie? Yeah, I didn't realize when I had kids how much I had to step into my battle goddess of compassion over and over again. Um, and the more I do the work, it's now it's about having that compassion for myself and healing the most important relationship with it, which is with ourselves. And so it's using my, it's invoking my battle goddess of compassion to set those boundaries and to say, I matter and to not letting every little thing throughout the day. For some reason lately, there's a lot of moments right now where I have to speak up and say, Mm, that wasn't right. And so she's really coming up to fight for me. And Mm. that's the beauty that when we heal all these parts, we're putting the oxygen mask on ourselves first for all the overworking moms, aunts, women, entrepreneurial women, all of us, and even the men to say, you matter. And Let's take care of you first. Then you get all the energy you need to take care of everybody else in your life. Yeah, powerful and great reminder. I love that visual of the oxygen mask. (laughs) And how about you, Guy? Well, when I think of the battle goddess, um, I think of um, armor and a sword. And so my favorite person in the world is Xena, that that uh, uh, embodies that. And I, I would um, say, though, that the Xena at the end of the series, who had a beautiful, open, loving heart, who was compassionate, who cared about the greater good, that was the whole um, purpose of the series, was for her to, to get to the point where she always acted for the greater good. And, um, and to do it by an example, And so me, as a love warrior, um, in my spiritual practice and in my business practice is to also lead by that example, to do things for um, the good of all, for, um, you know, to, for justice, and to do it by, by action, by leading, by showing people how I'm going to do it. Um, And that's what I love about um, the battle goddess. Yeah, that's very similar to my experience. And it's it for me, it's been the compassion for myself and the trust that it's okay to open my heart. You know, when I, I think of the battle goddess of compassion, I kind of lead with compassion first. And like Jackie said, it's compassion for, for me. It's compassion for who I am. And it's being a leader and a model of that heart connection of feeling confident in setting my boundaries so that I can lead with my vulnerable heart, my courageous heart, Denise. And, um, but 
also knowing that saying no to somebody else is saying yes to me, that it's okay to set a boundary, that I don't need to please everyone. I need to care for myself. And as I do that, I am being a model to my children. I am being a model to my clients. I am making a difference in the world by showing up with those boundaries and showing up open-hearted, but also just saying no to whatever comes along that is not right for me, right for my clients, or right for the world. You know, I think one of the biggest aspects of this battle goddess of compassion energy is that we're a collective living on our one earth. And it's not just advocating for ourselves and our family and our clients. We've got to advocate for Mother Earth. We need to advocate for the animals. We need to advocate for the clean water. (laughs) We need to advocate for us instead of getting into that them energy, which seems to be so prevalent and pervasive now. And by being a battle goddess, I think we can live our lives as we're an us. And that, you know, feels powerful to me. So I'd kind of like to go around and talk a little bit about, you know, we really are one. We are all connected. We've got one big energy, right? (laughs) We're not divided. We're humans having a spiritual experience. So how do you think the battle goddess helps you live that or overcome the shadow aspects of it, whatever comes into your mind. So Denise. Yeah. So for the battle goddess of compassion, compassion and the courageous heart, the courageous heart is the bold actions. It's taking action, overcoming the fears in service against injustice, against ignorance, against violations of physical, emotional, mental, verbal abuse. We we so have a connected economy. We're on a connected world. And if we don't, each individual, and whether you're male or female, everyone has a battle goddess of mm. compassion. You know, the human race will not survive. The planet is hurting big time. The water supplies are hurting big time. The air pollution you know, the the pandemic, all of these woes and troubles, uh, you know, the governmental uprest, the refugees, the natural disasters are just getting worse year by year. But it's because of the imbalances. So tuning into and being able to access the battle goddess of compassion means that we serve a cause bigger than ourselves. Beautiful thing. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. And Jackie. So for me, I'm all about the children, right? When we do this work and I step into battle Mm -hmm. goddess of compassion, I have more love to give. And so I can have more love for that bully, for that person who's doing something that's really horrific. I can have more love for that person and help to understand him. It's about helping to understand everybody. My way isn't better than yours. Let's learn to live together and understand with love and compassion. 
Beautiful. Thank you, Jackie. And how about you, Kai? Yeah, I really feel very similar about this is that the compassion part um, is where I lead um, with an open and vulnerable heart. And I think that that is always evolving and always improving. But to come upon someone and to totally accept them for who they are and to love them anyway, which is, you know, feeling into that Christ consciousness that that Mm. part of the feminine, which in essence is um, a battle goddess energy because it's like pure compassion, but it's power. And that's um, how I'm devoted to living my life is to, to, come into contact with every single human being and loving and accepting who they are, where they're at, and to see if you can actually shift them into understanding that they are good enough, they're worthy, because there is no judgment coming from my heart. There's just love. Beautiful. Thank you. So we are um, getting to the point where we're going to uh, wrap up our conversation about the battle goddess and head back to our reflection pool. But what I'd like to hear from each of you is one statement that you want to make sure that the audience takes away about the battle goddess. One sentence, <laughs> because we got we got a roll here. <laughs> so Denise. Heal any of the traumas and limitations to access courageous action from the heart with love, you will heal yourself, your families, and it will ripple outward to the world. Beautiful. Thank you. And Jackie. Be open to having compassion this holiday season and see what can shift and the ripple effect you because you are powerful that you get to receive and to give. Thank you. And Kai. The feminine energy really does have all have so much power within it, and that's how we're going to heal each other, heal the, the the troubles that we're in, and help this Mother Earth survive. Thank you. And for me, it's you know being compassionate with ourselves and remembering that we both have the divine feminine and the divine masculine energy, and we want to be embodying the divine piece of both with compassion for ourselves and with compassion for those around us. So um, I want to just quickly say thank you to Denise M. Simpson and Jacqueline Kane and Kai Rose. Uh, You can find out more about them. Uh, If you check the comments, there's a full biography about them and also links to their website so that you can uh, be in contact with them. So let's just start gathering up our stuff and our energy and uh, let's step outside of this Battle Goddess of Compassion portal. I am going to just close that energy. And I kind of like Denise's thing of hands on the hip while she's open and aware and then closing down as we move forward and head back to the reflection pool. So let's just gather ourselves around that reflection pool. And I invite you to look in the pool and see if there's an answer to a question that you've had. Just take 30 seconds and just receive What do you need to know about boundaries? What do you need to know about compassion? What do you need to know about loving yourself just a little bit more? Accepting yourself a little bit more. Encouraging yourself a little bit more. And just breathe that in. (sighs) 
And I always close the same way we open. So let's put our hands out around our reflection pool and feel the energy of our circle. Perhaps a few more people have joined us along the way. Feel that battle goddess of compassion energy. Perhaps you feel the voice of stillness in our circle now. And maybe you feel that young voice of procrastination or the judge or the inner critic or fear. Whatever those voices are for you, send them all a little bit of love. Be compassionate to them, to those aspects too. Invite in and embrace those divine aspects who are waiting to support you. So let's take our deep breaths in, in for one. And two. And three. And just releasing the circle. Invite you, if um, you are guided, to reach out to me. You can reach me at carolyn at carolynmcgee.com or my website, carolynmcgee.com. I am an intuitive coach. Um, I also have a number of workshops and classes uh, that are listed on my website. And um, I am here to support you in any way I can. If it feels right to you, please do reach out, even if it's just to have a conversation There is a link on the Voice America banner uh, to have a conversation with me, or there's also links on my website. And there is a gift on enhancing your intuition listed on my website too. So I invite you to connect um, and I look forward to connecting all of you um, with you all again soon. So let's start to leave our way out of Sacred Haven Living, heading down that beautiful path. Uh, And notice that your baggage is still there. And you can decide to take all of it with you. You can decide to leave some of it there because we can bring in the battle goddess of compassion and boom, she can just clear away all of that energy that you have been holding on to. Or maybe you want to take a little bit of it. Maybe there's an aspect that you're just not quite ready to let go of. But whatever it is, it's right for you. Let's walk down the path and see those magical gates of Sacred Haven Living closing until the next time that we come here to visit. So thank you all for joining me. Thank you, Denise and Jacqueline and Kai for being here with me on this journey. Um, And thank you to Alan Davidson and Spirit for bringing us all together and introducing the Battle Goddess of Compassion Energy. All right, everybody. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for tuning in this week to Sacred Haven Living. Please join Carolyn McGee again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Next week, more on creating your better life.